Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good morning, wherever you are in the atmosphere. Welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. My name is Sherelle Baker. I am your co-host. Happy Easter, everyone. And David Baker is your host. David, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing wonderful. And I'd like to also express my warm, wonderful welcome to everybody and wish you all a happy Easter as well on Beyond the Gate Radio, and I would like to tell you at the beginning of the show right now, and I know I like to talk fast at the beginning of the show, so I'll go a little bit slower. <laughs> Next week, we're going to have Dr. Robin Allen Faye. He's an author, speaker, spirit medium, and he will be our guest next week on Beyond the Gate Radio. But tonight, we have a special guest with us, and we're very privileged to have Jackie Chin with us tonight. She is a very gifted psychic medium and a writer. And I seldom get people on the show that know how to, or understand about uh, psychic children. Now, Jackie has a wonderful family, and she has some of her children see spirits. And I, I think that they're you know special children that do that because usually when they can do that, they, it goes beyond... And I'm sure all our children are very intelligent, but the psychic ability usually goes with the mediumship, and it's amazing. So a little bit about Jackie. Besides doing readings, Jackie has a, a great blog with a lot of information on there. I know I spent uh, hours reading it. It's very interesting and educational. She has uh, written articles such as about families who have children that may be highly psychic, show mediumistic abilities, have imaginary friends, and so forth. Also, uh, articles about what's the difference between angels and demons, and a little explanation there, spirit guides, gemstones, and how they can help you. She talks about the aura, and she also mentions some predictions for 2011 and 2012. So this is going to be a very interesting 90 minutes with Jackie. We're going to... Uh, Ask her some questions as we go along, and later on we'll take uh, some callers. 
And if anybody has any questions about any of this, or if you have children that are seeing imaginary friends or perhaps real spirits and want more information, you can call in and ask. And so without further ado, here's our good friend, Jackie Chin. Jackie, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you, Mr. Baker. I really appreciate you taking the time to allow me to be on your show, and I'm thrilled to talk with your listening audience. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure, and it's a special day today. It's Easter Sunday, so I'm sure there's a lot of people at home. Hopefully they've eaten already listening to the radio show for some interesting information from you. I wanted to know, originally, how long ago did you realize that you had your gifts? What Did you start realizing this when you were a child or when you were older? Exactly when did that happen? Well, like um, many people who have this um, particular ability, I started when I was very young. When I was about four or five years old, um, I spent a lot of time uh, by myself, and um, I had what I thought was imaginary friends. And at the time, there was this show called Casper the Friendly Ghost, and I thought that the uh, images that I was seeing were actually Casper and his little buddies. But um, after I had conversations with my uh, with one of my grandmothers, she had she told me that uh, what I was able to do. Um, happened to be a, a family thing, and she was able to um, teach me about what I was seeing and why it was happening. That's amazing. That reminds me of me in a, in a way. I was pretty much a loner when I was younger as well, and I also visualized many imaginary friends, supposedly, but also came to realize that some of the people that I saw were relatives and spirit guides. That's when I was pretty young. But I would you know, have a great imagination, and somehow I had this channel to the other side, but I wasn't clear. I was not fortunate enough to have anybody in my family that I could talk to about what was going on with me, so I just had to deal with it until later in life when I started to hear about it and do some research on it. So what got you started to, uh, I'm going to jump forward a, a bit, what got you started doing your wonderful blog? I love it. It's very informative. Oh, my goodness. Um, about a year and a half ago, um, I had a lot of clients that were asking me to uh, put up comments from other people and to get me to um, open up a little bit more. Usually the way that my clients would come would be word of mouth, and so I wasn't doing too much on the uh, on the Internet as far as doing blogging or writing. As a matter of fact, it, at first it was uh, sort of intimidating because I would look at some of the what other people had produced, and I was like, ah, oh, there's no way I can do this. But um, after a while, I just started... Um, you know, putting up comments about uh, how what some of the clients were saying about my work, and then every once in a while, somebody would say, "Well, hey, can you write an article about maybe say gemstones or angels, or you know, how we can tell uh, if we've got um, you know bad energy in the house and what we can do?" And I, I wanted to, in with the with the blog itself, I wanted it to be different. I wanted it to be something that was more than just a couple of paragraphs and and you know a bunch of um, fluff. I wanted to give something of substance. So 
the articles that I write, they're extremely long, but they give you information on kinds of things to look for if you're experiencing in your own life and then what you can do about it. And um, that, that part of the information that's put on the articles, I'm finding that my clients are saying we appreciate that the most because we know that these things are happening, but there's so many times when we just don't know what we can do about it. Right. That's true. I, um, hi, Jackie. This is Sherelle, and I, I have a question in terms of I was reading your blog, and I do appreciate the fact that you have the ability to work with and talk to people and the children. And um, how do you approach the children? I mean, do they do the parents just kind of bring them to you automatically, or you know, do you guys have a forum or something like that where all the children can come and talk about their experiences, or how does that work? We haven't started a forum yet um, because the area of population where I'm living in now, they're kind of very closed off. They're, um, they they have small groups. Um, my I, I started uh, working in this area with the psychic children because my children at a very, very young age, uh, about three and, and four, I have um, my Catherine and uh, Joshua, Josh is the oldest, and they um, started coming to me and saying, hey, you know, we're, we're seeing, you know, different kinds of things. We want to know, you know, they were, they were very, they were frightened. Um, and so I had to go in and, you know, one-on-one just go and see what was going on through their, through their minds. And what we would do for the children is to have them uh, get paper and crayons or pencils and get them to draw out what they felt they were seeing. Different colors would have expressions on, like, say, if they used reds and real deep colors, a lot of times that meant that they were fearful of what they were seeing. But if they used, like, pinks and blues and yellows and different colors like that, they were more um, uh, interested in what was going on. It was more friendly to them. Okay, okay. Thank you. I was. Uh, I'm sorry, David. I was just uh, curious because we were. Children are. Children are very tactile, and um, they have a lot of times they don't have the vocabulary that older people have, and so for right. them to draw out or have them tell you in their own words what they're seeing, uh, because the person knows really well the child by that time, uh, by the time that they're actually seeing that they're seeing something, they have a more ability to be able to tell if the child is frightened or if the child is just curious. Okay. Thank you. That's amazing. Imagine more parents these days are aware of children being born with these abilities. And I've seen an increase over the last decade some people call them uh, indigo children, rainbow children, crystal children, what have you. But instead of putting a label on it, we're more interested into what can a parent do if their child starts saying that, oh, I'm seeing so-and-so, I'm, I had fun playing with my invisible friend. So thank you for addressing it in that way because some children just can't express what they're seeing. And I think the... Uh, 
crayons with a visual is one good way to start. And would you suggest in the beginning, if you have a couple of children and one of them, you find out one of them has an invisible friend, that you question them first and support them? or mm-hmm. Because a lot of parents pretty much are not informed and just blow it off to say that's your imagination and all. So actually trying to get at the root of what is really going on through trial and error, and if in fact it is not a behavioral problem where they need to see a psychiatrist or something, but they are actually seeing it and they prove it out to you. So if that is the case and you support the child with that, there's no harm in that. That will actually... um, you know, that's healthier to support the child, is it not? Yes. Um, they're very, remember, they're very young and they're very impressionable. And if you go right ahead and you say, oh, no, you know, that's that's not there, you really don't see that, and if the child really is seeing it, it could cause other um, latent uh, de- developmental problems with their social awareness and um from what I'm finding, if the uh, child has grown up the ability to be able to do this, they will tend to weed themselves out and make themselves feel like they're a freak or they're unwanted or they've got something going on. And the other downside of this is if they do have something that is around them and it is influencing their behavior it may be um, something that is a spirit that you really don't want to have around the child. Now, I'm not saying every time the kid says, oh, mommy, I see, you know, this, that, and the other. If it's not consistent, then it's probably just your imagination, which is a completely normal function for children as they're developing. But if they're coming to you and they're saying, mommy, I see this person, and this person looks like, you know, and they describe it fully, um, if they start talking in words that they wouldn't normally use, if they're uh, giving some sort of... um, Uh, desire to be able to be very upset or afraid if they're removed from the place where they keep seeing this entity. These things need to be paid attention to. This is not a normal um, reaction to just an imaginary friend. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. And I can imagine in perhaps most or the average cases, they may actually be seeing a relative, deceased relative, or an angel, spirit guide, or perhaps some child or person that may have died either in the house or the area that they've made friends with. And I think the more rare is a malevolent ghost or entity. So that is good if they have these wonderful experiences. But you have children yourself, and you've stated that some of them are able to see, and some of them are not. Yes. So you've um, had experience. I, oh, yes. Um, in um, My son Joshua, his very first experience with um, seeing a spirit was at a bookstore, um, a Borders bookstore of all places, over in, um, in Cleveland. And um, he was you know, with his dad, and he was looking at different kinds of books, and um, he said that he saw this lady step out of the bookshelf 
and, um, oh, boy, it scared the bejeebers out of him. And um, he went up to um, my husband, and he, he he told him, he said, you know, I, I see this. I don't understand what's going on. And my husband could see that he was visibly shaken. And um, he still, even now, he's 13, almost 14 years old, and he still talks about that event. That's wow. amazing. So he hasn't totally come to terms with what's going on with him. At this particular time, then, um, he, you know, actually, he he has. Um, it was just that um, I think it was that very first experience. It will always, you know, that very first experience that you have will always stick with you. And yes, um, I do. Oh yeah. Um, he he is a, actually. We take him um, frequently to um, places where we're doing house clearings. If I feel that the energy is um, not of a really um, strong vibration, but there's still something there and it's noticeable. We will take uh, Joshua and Catherine both and um, let them experience um, and, and gain more knowledge about how to react to certain things and understand using the equipment that we use um, to see if it's something that's actually an electrical uh, problem within the property itself or if it is an actual entity. And so by teaching them, um, we are showing them that they are not, um, uh, they're, they're not abnormal, um, they're para-normal. They're well, just able to see. Well, that, to me, that's normal whether you have it or you don't, because what about a child that one would call a prodigy that's six years old that can play a uh, concert piano and play uh, Mozart or Chopin or some somebody like that on the, on the piano as if they've had years' experience. Now, so if they have a spiritual gift or a musical gift or, or some other type like mathematics or something like that, People tend to call them special or prodigy or something like that, but it's my opinion that, you know, they're just normal. It just happens to be uh, what they came here with to do or a gift or ability, don't you think? Absolutely. I, I strongly believe that, but I also believe that the soul continues on after um, after the body itself physically dies away, the, the soul continues to go on. So um, I just, that's, that's my belief. I just believe that the energy continues and um, it eventually finds its way back into the populace again. I do as well. Now, we had uh, Chip Coffey on, Psychic Medium of the, one of the shows that he's a star medium on was Psychic Kids or Psychic mm -hmm. Children. Have you watched, you're familiar with those shows, I'm sure. I am, and I appreciate um, a lot of the things that he has, has done with um, getting children to see that disability is not something that should be shunned and it's, it is quite normal and that other children have it. A lot of times um, when um, children run into these particular abilities and if they're by themselves, they don't have anybody else to talk to. They think that they're the only ones or that they're somehow been fingered out, you know, and they, they should, you know, keep away from other people. That show itself... I'm, I, I was thrilled for it for my own children. They sat down, they watched it. They, they, um, some of the things they didn't agree with how the techniques that he was handling it, but for the most part, they thought it was very well done, and um, they actually wanted to be on it themselves. 
Well, that, that's wonderful. There's some amazing information coming out these days in uh, form of TV and radio shows, which is wonderful. And I'm glad that that show is there to help others realize what's going on, to you know, bring it to people's attention. And so he told us that they give them additional support even after the show that people may not realize that they do, which I think is a good thing, and yeah. having these support groups. But I don't believe that perhaps you've had to do that with your children since you yourself understand it. It runs in the family, and you've able to uh, help your children, you know, stay focused, stay calm, stay safe, and stay educated about what's going on with them. Yes, we've had to, but, you know, we, I mean, when they started seeing, we, and my husband and I, we both actually see, um, my husband to a different, different level, but um, we both have an understanding that these things do run in families and that it would be very possible that um, this would happen. Now, my oldest daughter, she's going to be 22 and from my first marriage, and she, I didn't know about her being able to see so um, she had to uh, go to the hospital um, one afternoon for a family member, and she came back and she just she told me that um, she that she would go past rooms, even empty ones, and she would see some of the last events that were happening to the individual before they passed, and it was highly disturbing for her. And not all children who come to realize that they are able to do this are happy with it. Um, as a matter of fact, she is right. one that would rather it not be the case that she can do this. And as we've had arguments about it, she sometimes is a very angry, blames me, and, you know, if it's my fault that she does this. Every once in a while, though, she she will come to me and she'll say that she, you know, she appreciates um, being able to have that connection, but not too often. Yes, that's amazing. And children that have it in the family like that, you know, I can understand them blaming you even though it has nothing to do with you. It has all to do with what they agreed upon before they came here and the soul groups, so forth and so on. So all the children that have this, just because they have that ability does not mean that they have to use it. In other words, I know a lot of people that are medium, for example, and a great deal of them said, okay, that's cool that I'm a medium, but I don't want to do that. And that's what I believe, that if they have the gift, it doesn't mean that they have to use it to do readings or, you know, anything in that particular field. They can just live their life and do what they want. But supporting them is wonderful. So if they don't want to use it or something is bothering them, do you have any suggestions on how to get them to, like, ignore it, shut it off, or have an entity that's bothering them, you know, either shut them out or get rid of them or take control of themselves and let that person know that, you know, I want you to leave. You know, I didn't ask you here. I, I don't want you in my life. Uh, please leave. Or, you know, how do you deal with something like that? Okay. We have addressed uh, a number of different issues. The first issue um, that um, I would like to uh, speak on is the ability to be able to turn it off. Now, I don't have the firm belief that you can absolutely turn it off, you know, down to zero and not get anything. 
what we can do is turn it down so that the volume doesn't yell so loud. And I have techniques that I teach um, with using light energy because we are light beings. We're, we're soul energy. Soul energy is light. And so what I teach is for um, the individual to use the colors of royal purple, royal blue, and gold and make like a mantle all the way around the entire body, which kind of encapsulates their um, soul energy. And um, after about three to five times of learning how to do the technique, because a lot of times it doesn't happen right away, um, it takes about 21 days actually to learn or break a technique. And um, But a lot of times, because of the visualization, they're able to close themselves off. If they find that there is something that is really, really bothering them, if it's something that um, keeps bug bugging them, you know, when they're awake, when they're asleep, they enter into their dreams, this is a totally different kind of an issue. What they would need to do is go to someone who actually knows and works quite often with um, these particular spiritual ener energies so that um, it can be turned um, turned loose from the person that it's attached to. I teach, in, when I teach about auras and personal energy, I teach that every time you run into, not physically, but, you know, literally, uh, or if you meet someone, they leave a thumbprint on your energy that surrounds your body. People call it their aura. And if that person is friendly to you, you don't mind their energy. Their energy doesn't cause you any kind of upheaval. But if their energy happens to be very off-skewed, it makes you feel ill to your stomach, it gives you a feeling like you're smelling rotten eggs, or it um, just makes you very at unease with that person being around you, even after they've left, then this is caused for being able to remove that, that particular energy. And if you are um, used to being able to work with, with energies, if you've done it for a long time, then you can pretty much just get rid of it. But if you're someone who doesn't have that ability yet, hasn't learned the techniques yet, then please to go to a professional and um, have them have it teach you what to do. Well, that's wonderful information. And I'm very happy that more and more people are coming online on the Internet or on radio shows or some other format to educate us about many issues. More and more things are being addressed cause, because when I grew up, if and in some places, like I was speaking with uh, Derek and Cora on her show, and we talked about something similar to that just recently, he was telling me that he met somebody when he was younger and playing football that had the gift, but they had locked him up in an asylum because he was seeing things. That was back in the 50s, and they gave him medication. Thank goodness um, more information is coming out now. More people are studying this, and things are improving in the world. Don't you think that uh, it's becoming mainstream now? More than it was before. Um, I, I think that it's becoming mainstream, but we're having um, some issues with 
people going way off to the left or way off to the right. There's not a lot of material for um, people who are just walking the, the, the middle path that want to have the information, want to learn how to work with it themselves and uh, so that they're, they're not so afraid. A lot of people won't go and look on the Internet because they think that the information is um, too um, woo-woo, too out there, too fluffy for them. Right. And, right. Right. So, yeah, and I'm, I'm finding that um, there's more people now, exactly what you're saying, they're looking for that meat and potatoes. They're tired of all the fluff. They've been through 30, 40 years of listening to all this paranormal information and all that, but they want something that's solid, something that they can say, okay, if this is what's happening to me or to one of my loved ones, I need to know how to react to it. And if we can work through this ourselves or if we really need to get um, more information. That's wonderful. Well, thank you for the information on that. And I want to let our listeners know we have we still have an hour left in the show. And we'll be taking calls, some calls a little bit later, not too long from now. And then after some of the calls, we'll be talking about some more subjects. We're not going to have straight calls through the whole show. What we'll be doing is taking calls and then talking. And that way it can be or stay an interesting program. We can continue to get the information out. But I encourage callers that if they would have questions on any of these subjects, please feel free to ask when we start answering the lines, which we're doing in about 10 minutes. But before we get there, I'd like to uh, ask Jackie something else, if I may, about a slightly different topic. Sure, go ahead. In your blog, you mentioned that there's different types of spirits or entities in the spirit world. And there are, you know, like different levels of spirits, like guides and angels and so forth. Could you kind of explain to us a little bit uh, about I, perhaps the different the differences there? Sure. Um, a lot of people uh, ask me what spirit spirit guides are, and what I believe spirit guides are are people who have actually lived before. They have, um, they've had an earthly experience and they're, for some reason, are connected or feel a connection to you, the physical person. And a lot of times it'll be that kind of essence where, you know, you get that gut feeling, don't walk down this way, walk over here, don't open that car door. Um, you know, feelings, um, real tangible earthly feelings. Uh, there are angels. Angels have never been human. They're all just pure light, light beings. And a lot of times what you'll find is that when you're in times of stress or in, in, um, if you're grieving and you really feel like you um, need to have someone that is really completely connected to the God source, Archangel Michael, as um, he's very strong. When you're you're really worried, you're really concerned, or a loved one has passed, or there's been um, some sort of tragedy, he will come and he will guide that spirit up to where it needs to go and protect them. Archangel Gabriel, if you're in need of guidance for inspiration or you're procrastinating. 
and you really need some help or you're having problems with communication or if you're just really in, in need of a spiritual cheerleader, going to Archangel Gabriel will help you to be able to get that inspiration. Archangel Raphael believes, um, you know, very strongly that if you feel like you've lost your way, if there's something lost in your life, or even if you have a material possession that's lost, you can call on him to be able to um, help you find balance. As far as um, entities that are um, earthbound entities that have passed and haven't um, crossed over fully, these are not spirit guides. They're lost souls. They haven't quite figured out that um, they've... um, been deceased and they really um, are in need of being able to have someone give them guidance. So a medium um, would be able to help them cross over. That's amazing. That's very interesting. Um, That is interesting. And speaking of entities, I have a question. Um, Coming from chat, if you guys don't mind, um, we have a long time. Long-time listener in chat, um, Dale, he was wondering in about 1974, he was saying that um, he was falling to sleep in one room and his cousin was falling to sleep in the other room. And um, in his mind's eye, he was seeing an entity float over his cousin and that his cousin started yelling out at him something was grabbing him. And Dale said, yeah, yelled back, yeah, he knows, he knew, but... He was wondering, was it an entity, or was it something that he manifested, or what was it? They're um, they're blood related. These two? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I didn't. I didn't hear. Okay, a lot of times when you're cousins. cousins, okay, but blood related. Um, a lot of times when there is a physical connection between two individuals, they have remember that that aura, that energy about them, and if one is in another room, um, and in a situation like this, what was happening, he was actually feeling that there was another entity that was there. The entity that was above the individual was male, but it wasn't um, his cousin. They, it was somebody that was totally and completely outside of their family. And he was connected into into that, and it is not uncommon. Um, a lot of times, uh, twins will have the same kind of a response. They're more likely to have that response. But if they're very close, um, they if they're in their living space and they're around all the time, this is not an unusual occurrence. Well, thank you for okay, answering. You. That's very interesting. I just wanted to ask you a question about guidance from the other side, like perhaps. If you have a deceased relative that's trying to give you some advice or help you, or maybe it could be one of your spirit guides or one of your angels, I've noticed from I'm speaking from personal experience that there's times when maybe I was laying down and thinking about something and I heard a voice that was different than mine, could even be a female's voice that gave me an answer and then that was it, that made sense. Or I would start thinking about something in my head and hear myself talking to myself more or less, but it seemed to be generated elsewhere where the question was answered was something that, wow, where'd that come from? I couldn't possibly have known that. Or even 
maybe not hear a voice, but just the thought comes to me like a telepathic thought as I'm milling a problem over and then the answer says, well, why don't you just go and do this over here instead of trying to do that? And I said, that makes sense. And so I listened to what came into my head and it seemed to have worked pretty well. So that that is a way that sometimes people get messages from somebody that's trying to help them in spirit. Is that... Uh, yes, exactly. That's a wonderful example. It's so often exactly how it happens, but a lot of times people don't realize that these are actually messages that spirit world is trying to give you, and that they think that, oh, it's just a gut reaction or build it over enough in their heads that they finally got the answer. But there is another angel that um, I just recently started to learn about, it is, um, and I'm hoping I say the name right, it's Metatron. Um, yes, I'm familiar with him. Yes, he is a, a oh, very fascinating, very fascinating spiritual entity um, who um, sits um, next to the God source. And he, whenever you have a problem and you're really having some tough difficulties, calling on Metatron to be able to um, get clarity for you. Um, you have to though learn how to be quiet and not necessarily meditate because a lot of people are like, oh, we have to meditate for 15, 20 minutes before we get the answer. That's not true. All you have to do is be still in yourself. And although that sounds simplistic, it's not exactly as easy as what we would really like it to be because we have our mind and it goes off 50 million directions, especially if we have something that's really, really trying on our souls and we just can't figure it out. But the necessity of putting it down, or even like taking paper and writing it down. If you have a situation and you can't understand what's going on, blank paper and a pen, pencil, whatever, and start drawing out or start writing out what the situation is. And allow yourself that quiet time of at least three to five minutes to be able to just completely and, take, completely and totally take yourself, your ego, out of the picture and allow the information to come it will surprise you, but every time it will come and it will give you an answer. And sometimes, like you were saying, um, you will hear the voice in your head and it seems like it's outside of you, but it's, it really is that universal consciousness. That, that's true. And without going deeper into uh, channeling or automatic writing or anything like that, that I know that Archangel Metatron helped me do some channeling when I, whenever I write or is writing my book, I know that, that he steps in. And some people have asked me, well, if I'm channeling something, which I think I am, how do I know if I can trust that information? And I usually tell them, well, if you're getting some information that's telling you bad things or you feel uncomfortable with it, shut it off. You know, But if it's something that feels it's based on love, it's very helpful, you know, it's really good, makes you feel good, then you're channeling the right person. Don't you find that to be true? Yes, and research, too. A lot of times when I get information, I want to be able to know that it's coming from the right source. And even though I've got over 23 years experience in doing such matters, I still question. Um, when, I think when you stop questioning where the information's coming from, then you might get a little bit complacent. And then 
information could get could get muddled. Exactly. So research if you can. If you're if you're thinking that there's going to be something happening in a particular area, you need to get you know online or you need to talk with people who are in the know about such matters. That way, it does one of two things. It shows you that you either yes have good solid information or that there's something off with the information. And either way, you're going to find out. That's useful. Oh, you certainly will. Well, thank you. That's Great. very helpful. Now, you know, we have a lot of callers. The switchboard is full. Do you mind if we uh, take a caller or two at this particular time? I'm, I'm thrilled. Go ahead. Okie dokie. Uh, area code 803. Thank you for your patience. Welcome to Beyond Gate Radio. Uh, who is this, please? And do you have a question for Jackie? Hello, hi, yes, my name is David. Hi, Jackie. Um, hey. I wanted, I wanted to ask you, um, when I was younger, I feel like that I had a lot of gifts that were kind of shut out because I didn't have anyone to talk to about. And I was wondering what they were and how can I get back in touch with them? Um, I When you were first, when you were talking, I saw you holding an object. Uh, did you have the ability to be able to touch? Um, in, it looks like it's like a cotton, piece of cotton material, like a little doll or something. But you have the ability to be able to touch it and discern who owns the object and what information it has to tell you. Also, there's a lady that's uh, standing behind you, and... Um, she seems to be quite influential. Feels like it's uh, the lady. She she died very early, um, in her early twenties. Do you know who I'm speaking about? A woman who died in her early twenties. Um... Very early. This was a, like a while back. You might have heard stories about her. Um, I don't feel that she was in your immediate in your immediate generation. Some, someone that, um, and I'm hearing the first name Angela or Angelise, first uh, first initial A. She died very young. She was 20, 23 and 25 years old. Yeah, I would have to ask my relatives. She's passing information to you. She's very beautiful in, in uh, spirit, very um, loving, very giving, and she died quite suddenly. But you, you have, um, you, if you sit down and you take paper and to pen and you start asking the questions, you'll, you'll be able to get information and you'll be able to tap back into that. Okay. Thank okay. you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you, David. Thank you very much. Yes, sometimes when even I bring spirit forth to people, especially if it's not recently, some people, they know the whole family history and some people can't get it right away. But I'm sure that if David looks, does some research or asks relatives, or he will eventually remember who this person is, but I want to tell people that it doesn't matter if somebody died 50 years ago or two years ago. 
spirit doesn't go anywhere. If they're connected to the family, they're still hanging around and who uh, knows why. Goes, this person also goes to other family members too. It's not just him. So um, he might want to uh, he might want to research that too. That's good advice. All right, mm-hmm. we have somebody else that's been waiting on the oh, line. Wait, I have I have a quick question too. Go um, ahead. Um, Jackie, when he was when David was talking about um, bringing his gifts back because he had shut it off and bringing his gifts back, um, and I like the fact that you know you were talking earlier about the gifts and how um, some people want to shut them off, but you do find that now that it's so that everyone seems to have some type of psychic ability, whether or not they acknowledge it or not, that they have to, you know, it's like a muscle. You have to work on it in order to um, bring it into full, you know, focus. You have to exercise it in order to make it stronger. So I I do, this is a really great information. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you. On on the blog that I have, um, there are articles about how to Bring your gifts of more full potential. Also, um, a lot of people do lucid dreaming. There are articles about how to do that. There are articles about how to um, expand your um, cognitive so that you can um, start feeling more information. There's a whole series um, of articles just strictly based on uh, how to be able to develop more of um, what you already have. Well, thank you very much. And we've posted your um, website in the chat room, and Sheriff Sherelle's going to post it again. That's very interesting. And later on, I wanted to ask you some questions about uh, crystals. But for right now, we have a call, another caller, uh, 678, area code 678. Welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. Hello. How are you doing this evening? Very good. Happy Easter. Thank you, too. Um, I wanted to ask Jackie if uh, um, my brother passed a couple of years ago, and and I was really close to him, but I don't know if he's tried connecting with me or how do I know if he's tried connecting with me? I, when you were starting to talk to me, um, I felt a very, very cool sensation and generally what happens is when you start to get information from the other side, on your left side is where you will feel cool, tingling, um, even if it's like a, feels like it's a gentle breeze or just like uh, little pinpricks that are on that, on that side. And have you experienced that yet? No, I haven't. Um, when he okay. first passed, I, I had a co- I had. Uh, several dreams of him, and, I, and, I, and he was coming and talking to me. But then all of, stu- all of a sudden it stopped, so I don't know if he's tried contacting with me, and I haven't uh, noticed it, or I don't, or he hasn't. I don't. I just don't know. I'm also feeling um, that um, did you really like the color blue? Because when you were talking, I, I saw like really bright um, blue flowers, little small bright blue flowers, and the cool sensation of him standing next to you, but 
a lot of times when people they they feel like um the spirit should be still around because you know they 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 love them and and they you know, they, they still care for them. Uh, many times when spirit goes off into the, the greater collective from where from where source comes from, they they stay there, and it's not because they don't want to communicate with you, but it's mm-hmm. because that's where they that's where they're going to be. And when you when you cross over yourself, you will be on the other side with that with that person with your loved one. Please don't feel like there is um, a, um, a a lack of his desire on his part to come to you in dreams or to have that um, tangible experience with you. That's really not the case. Okay. How how do we know like if he's crossed over or he's still you know in, what do they call it inbound? They're still here or have. Has he? Has someone helped him cross over? Normally, what happens is the spirit will stay on the on on Earth plane for three days, and during this time, they'll go around and they'll visit people. They'll go to their funeral. They will, um, if if it's been um, if there was a murder or or some sort of um, un, you know unnatural cause, they'll stay in that particular area, but. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, what they'll do is they will uh, generally part within that three days' time. A lot of times they can go back and forth. They have some special permission um, from source that allows them to be able to, to reconnect. But many times they do not make this connection. And a lot of people think that, oh, um, they don't care about me anymore or it's um, – uh, it's something that they've done and they're mad at them. It's, it's absolutely just not the case. Well, thank you very much, caller. That that was uh, very interesting. I hope Jackie was able to help answer your question. I do agree on that as well. Uh, I have another person here from area code 907. Welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. 907. It looks like I'm having trouble getting them on. Hello? Okay, I'll take care of that. I got it. Nine zero seven. Hi, I'm here. Welcome to Beyond the Gate. And Hi, thank you. My name is Kim. Hello, Kim. Welcome to Beyond Hi, the Gate. Thank you. I have a question for you. Um, I've been communicating uh, with a man for several months now, and although I've not met him personally, I was wondering if you could tell me um, if he is planning to come visit me this summer and if you see the potential for uh, a long-term successful relationship there. The date that sticks out the most is August 21st. Wow. Have you already started, have you already started making plans? No, he was hoping he might actually be up here in May. But he's dealing with a lot of complicated things. Okay. He has um, three or four people that are around him that um, are really vying for his attention. Yeah. Right now, and um, does he is he in his own personal business? Uh, yeah. He. Yeah, he does a lot of different things, but um, he was uh, living in the same state as me until 
late last year uh, when his father Mm -hmm. had a stroke, and now he's in another state. So he does different things, construction and adjusting, and, you know, he kind of does all kinds of stuff. These people that are around him that I'm seeing, are these his family members? Yes. I believe so. I think it's the... I'm sorry? I believe it's the people he's probably taken care of. Yeah, he, um, his, um, looks like three females and a male. There's, uh, but they they feel like they're family or, or... uh, that he takes them on as family. This, um, I am going to advise you that you take a really good hard look at what you're what you're doing here with this because I don't feel that that this chaosness, even though you care about this man, is going to you know settle down even up well into 2012. He is going to continually carry this around with him. So for you, um, if you, you know, if you, if you find peace of mind with him and, and he's what flips your trigger, great. But this, this whole thing, what he's got going on, is not going to stop anytime soon. Thank you very much, Kim, for the call. I hope this helps you. And have a happy Easter. <clears throat> that was uh, pretty much what I was getting to. I felt that... Wow. It was beyond that, a long distance off. I was also getting the business and the uh, family and friend type involvement with certain issues, too. So I think you gave her uh, very good advice. Thank you very much for that. And you tapped right into the situation, so I just let you go. <laughs> You're very, I just, very I'm, I, a lot of times when, when clients have people that they, are very, they become very involved with, and there is a long distance just because there's a long distance doesn't mean that the relationship's not going to work because I've seen so many times where it does work for them. But this one, wow, it has so many dynamics to it that um, I, I, don't, I don't feel that it's really going to be um, peaceful anytime soon, and that's a shame. And she needs to take care of herself. Um, she needs to, you know, nurture herself and care for herself because you're right. He's got so many things on his plate that it, she's going to be left out, you know. Yes, and they're going to feel. Eventually, what happens is that there there's a resentment that starts to build up. And if yes. you can at all avoid something like that, that's what I suggest. I agree. Thank you, Jackie. Do you feel like taking another call at this? Time? I sure do. Go ahead. All right. Okay, we have area code 602 on the air. Thank you very much for your patience. Happy Easter. Welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. And who is this, please? Area code 602. Um, Yeah, this is Barb in uh, Glendale, Arizona. And happy Easter to everybody. Um, I was wanting to see about a connection to loved ones that are passed. We've recently had two more pass, and um, just kind of wondering who helped them across if they have crossed or any messages from I have many loved ones over there have you had a total uh, within even the last year of five people cross over um, within the, within well, the last just within the last year 
not so there would have been totally three just not totally just in my family, but through connections of friends and stuff, yes. Okay, because I see a cluster of um five people, five souls. Do they do they all like know each other or I mean because they all seem to have that very familiar same energy. Um, like family or extremely close. No, they would not have known each other. But it are the they last, all the same sort of type of person? No. In the last two years, I've had five paths that all know each other. I'm sorry? Oh, the last two I, years. In the okay, last two years, I I've had seeing, five paths. Um, all right. Okay. Um, this is not an exact science, folks. <laughs> um, when, when I get information, pictures... Um, that shows like a looking at a puzzle that's been thrown up in the air, and um, so I'll get um, specific um, hits. But um, sometimes I need to have the person that's asking the questions be able to fill in the blanks. So I'm I'm, I'm sorry for for the misunderstanding, but um, yes, there's clearly uh, five people that have passed over, and uh, as far as is there any one in particular that you um, want to ask about? Um, well, I, I I always like to know husband has a message for me, but um, the, there's one that or that passed in um, early March, and we're very puzzled by her passing. Was she in her mid fifties? No. Uh-uh. Okay, I'm I'm also seeing a prominent female and male there, and the female is a shorter, older person that looked like she. Well, I'm seeing her with kind of like a curly hair type style, and um, she seems to be her and the male. They seem to be like not a grandmother or grandfather, but kind of off to the side like an aunt or something like that. Does that make any sense to you so far? Well, it sounds like my grandmother, actually. She was short and had very curly hair. Okay. Can that, can that's, that's the same? I'm, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Was she rather full in the face? Yes. Okay. Yep. Sometimes that's what Jackie's talking about. Sometimes you see uh, a whole room full of spirits vying to get you, get our attention in there, and the energy. It depends on how it's shown to us how we see the energy, like with the five that she saw. But right. I believe that they did collectively come. As somebody passed, they came to help as well with the crossing because sometimes when somebody is getting ready to die, they're wondering about what's going to happen. So they usually come for support, like if they're in in bed and they're going to cross over the next day or so, usually spirit from the other side will come and talk to them and maybe nobody else in the room will see it, but they will. And they will let them know that it's okay it's safe, and you're going to be okay. Come, you know, we'll guide you back to the other side. 
and that's really not uncommon. And, and as mm-hmm. far as her, the, her passing, I'm feeling that she got uh, some type of failure in the body, something like kidney and respiratory, which caused her to have a heart attack and cross over. And that's my feeling is how she crossed over. What do you think, Jackie? There, um, a lot of uh, pain in the middle chest. Um, what did this? Um, what did? What did um, she pass from? Um, well, the one that he was talking. About, I, I had my phone is kind of breaking up a little, so I couldn't hear exactly what you said. But That's the one okay. that, um, the one that the gentleman that, that he described sounds like my sister-in-law who just recently passed. That's the description of what happened with her. And she was just passed. I'm sorry? And she was just past her 50s. Oh, was she like 52? No, she was 60. Or just coming? Oh, 62, okay. Because that, that number still keeps coming. Was there someone that had crossed over who was 52? Um, no. Because I keep uh-uh. pointing this. It was a male figure? A male figure? Yes. Did you say male figure? Well, my husband was male. born in '52. <laughs> I don't know if that That's would be what you're trying to say. Hmm. I'm not sure what it, what that means. Then um, the the lady that um, had crossed over that was having the problems with the chest. Um, did they work on her for a long time? Um, she was in intensive care and on a respirator for about 10 days. Because that's, uh, I feel like the, the, the real deep, the heaviness. Um, this lady, she has gone definitively um, into into the light. As a matter of fact, all five of the individuals that, um, that uh, the energy that I'm seeing are all brightly lit and, and well-balanced. They're, they're not having any kind of problems. They're definitively not earthbound. Okay. That's what I'm getting to. All right. Well, well, thank you. Thank you so much for the question. You know, I always like when people ask engaging questions, and after all, we we like to know what happens too. So thank yes. you so much for the call, and uh, happy Easter to you. Oh, and you guys too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank right. you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. So when I do readings, it's, you know, when a person crosses over, they bring their personality with them. And if Joe Marine crossed over and Aunt Betsy, that was introvert, Joe Marine's going to be yelling at me, and I'll have to struggle to hear Aunt Betsy sometimes. Yes. And if there's a group clamoring to get messages to you at the same time, and they're all trying to get your attention, sometimes... Uh, you're trying to focus on one of them, but the other person's personality and death issues stand out more. So sometimes the energy does get crossed, and you had hits on everybody there, I felt, except that they were excited and trying to, <laughs> you know, get your attention, so you were going back and forth between the spirits. But sometimes when they do that, I try to tell them in my head so people aren't hearing what I'm saying is, okay, okay, 
uh, let me talk to focus on the person that she's trying to, you know, ask about. Please step forward. I'm not going to pay attention to you until I talk to her first. And then they they uh, are able to communicate with me. Sometimes because of the personality, they I may have a difficulty getting the information. So when another spirit sees that, like the uncle, for example, may step forward and try to help out. So then you're getting a crossover information there. It doesn't always happen a lot, but occasionally that does happen, and I feel that is what happened at this particular time. Yeah, they just kind of all stood there, and it was like, okay, no way. <laughs> wow. It does happen. You do, you do get some some spirits sometimes that just they're standing there, and there's information that they do not want to pass on to the sitter. And in that case, what, what do you guys uh, suggest? A lot of times when um, if someone's coming to me and they're asking me about about um, a loved one that's crossed over, a lot of times what people don't understand is it's not like it's calling like 1-800-THE-DEAD. They don't always give information, and they don't always give the information in the way that the person would expect it to, to come. I had a lady friend of mine who um, was not practicing Orthodox Jew, but... Um, she that's what her background was and she had not been practicing for at least five six years and uh, in the course of her conversation with me she wanted to ask me about financial stuff and there was a move or something like that that she was involved with and everything was um very very uh, uh all up in the air and she was very concerned about the the move after the reading, I had told her about this individual I kept seeing, and um, she um, she asked me to describe him. It turns out that he was uh, the grandfather of um, of her paternal um, mom, and um, the man he was dressed in a white, stark white shirt, black um, black suit, um, hat the um, Orthodox hat, the curls down the side of of his face, and he was oh, very right. particular. He didn't have he didn't have a, a whole lot of information that he wanted to share, but um, he did tell me about some of the things that he liked to eat and about how um, his mood was about particular subjects. And the lady said, "Well, I'm not really sure, you know, about this um, person." So she decided she was going to go back to her grandmother and ask her about this person I had seen. And it took about three weeks for her to get back to me, but she told me that what I had described to her was, in fact, a relative who had passed. And um, part of the problem that she was having now is that she believed that she was always taught that once you die, you die, that's it. There, There is no communication uh, past that. And so there turned out to be a religious crisis on top of everything else. Now, this... It's a very rare thing that this happens. Uh, I don't have, I've maybe had three clients in, in all the time I've ever done this that um, someone will, will come in like that and, um, you know, I'll be able to describe to them everything about the person and, and all that. It really can sometimes be an emotional and religious crisis when these entities actually come and cross over and, you know, give, give us information. So not all the time is it um, something that 
it is a good thing to happen. A lot of times when people, you know, they come to get readings, they don't expect that um, a loved one who's crossed over will, will appear. But then we've got people, too, that um, they want to hear from their loved ones, and they'll do anything that they possibly can to be able to hear from them, and there's no information to give to them. And you have to, to explain to them and say, I'm, I'm very sorry, you know, to, if there are any images at all that we, we get during the reading to try and pass on the images, a lot of times at that particular moment in time, it's not going to make sense to them because they're not getting the information the way that they would expect. And so sometimes, like I said, it's like looking at a puzzle that's been thrown all up in the air and you're just getting little pieces and parts like the the blue flowers with the one with the one gentleman before and the or the, the lady and the and the light breeze on her on her left side. Uh right. and also being in uh, her living room is where I feel that um she would be most connected, feel most connected. There is a technique that I teach people when they want to see if they can make a connection to their loved ones. I have them get a small white votive candle and put it in something that, of course, is flame retardant. And a picture of their loved one, if they have a picture of their loved one or an object that they have that um, has that particular person's energy to it, and have them hold the object or the picture for a few minutes before lighting the candle. The candle, the light is to the source and to where that their, their spirit has gone to. And as you're going and you're lighting the candle, you'd be very conscious of the individual that you are trying to get um, this connection with. Then get uh, paper and pen or just sit there quietly and ask one question and let at least three to five minutes go past before you um, start to take in images. And then sometimes people will smell fragrances or other things that remind them of that person. And while you're in that um, effect of this prayerful or meditative state, you can ask your questions. A lot of times um, people who have crossed over are just looking for that that little spark to be able to bring them closer to you. And this is a good technique to be able to help bring that about and also to um, get people to feel like they're not so helpless and that they're, they're, they're so far away from their loved one. Excellent. That's very good information. Thank you. Yes, yes. I do appreciate that. Jackie, this show is very interesting. It's going by really fast. We only have... About 20 minutes left. I was wondering, we just have two more callers. Did you want to take the calls, then we can talk about crystals? We can do whatever you want. Okay. Thank you so much. Area code 561, welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. Happy Easter. Hello there. Happy Easter. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. What is your first name, please? Lena from Florida, how are you? I'm very well. Could you say your name one more time for me? Lena. Lena. Hi. Hi. What's your question? Uh, did you say you were uh, um, listening messages from my mom? Yeah. 
It's, it sounded like she was asking for a message from her mom. Is that right, yes. Nina? Yes. I'm sorry for your for your loss, Nina. Thank you. I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Did she pass just real recent? No, she passed uh five. But it feels like it's recent. <laughs> The, the, the energy from what I feel is like you just like lost her just yesterday. You're still, it's still extremely close to you. And I want you to know that, that she is, she's, she's with you. Uh-huh. Oh, I believe when, that. When, I'm sorry? I I truly believe that. Is there uh Nina, is there some sort of anniversary, like a, a birthday or something around you recently or going to be? Well, my birthday was in March, but my son's birthday is coming up in May 10th. Okay, because she keeps showing me, at least that's what I'm seeing on my side, a cake of something that she's very interested in. And usually, if they're connected to you like that, and there's like a birthday or an anniversary, they usually like to pop in and say hello. And at least that's what I'm getting as far as a message from her. That's pretty much it besides, you know, sending the love, of course. Her, her death was completely and totally unexpected? Mm, I mean, she was sick for a long time with cancer. But uh, she went in the hospital and she went very fast. That's because I just, I just felt like it just went like 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 damn she was she was there and then she wasn't. Uh-huh. She um. Fourth level cancer. Did it took within like like three months? She had cancer. They found it very. Uh, I'm sorry. She had cancer for ten years. Gonna spread all over. The, the last, the last part of it went went very quickly. Yeah, well, it started. She had stomach cancer, but she lasted ten years with it, and then after ten years, it just went all through her. She's still, she's still there as as uh, as if she just went yesterday. She wants to know. She wants you to know that um, she's she's still there and she's going to be with you all the way. I I don't think that she's actually going to completely and totally. She has crossed over. She has made that light connection. But some um, some individuals are actually they're they're able to um, stay and just walk through the the um, the rest of the the life of their loved ones. Uh, I don't exactly understand how that works, but um, she's going to be with you no matter what. I feel that too, and I feel that she wanted to let you know, Lena, that she's not in pain. She's very excited to make the connection that she's totally, she uh, is totally healthy right now. She's not in pain. She went through what she had to go through, 
as we all learn from experiences in life, no matter, you know, what scale tra uh, trauma it is from mild to, you know, excessive trauma. But she she got through that. She thanks everybody for the support, and she's she's happy right now. She's healthy, and she's uh, trying to show you that not only is she okay, she's still connected to you with love and She's so excited that she just wanted to, she was, she kept shoving the cake forward to saying, okay, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm still here, I'm going to be at, uh, I was and will be at these celebrations. And so I think that's pretty much the main message. She's saying that the past is done and now she wants to focus on that she's happy and that you're happy and that she will be at, at the, uh, your son's birthday party. Lena, I can barely hear you, but uh, thank you so much for the call. I hope this helped you in some way. God bless you, and uh, happy Easter. Well, Jackie, you're right. No, I was getting to that it was, uh, I wasn't focusing on how long she was in the hospital. I was focusing on the same thing, you were the death, that in fact it was when it was time to go, she just went fast. Yeah, very fast. But the, it's interesting, though, to um, to know that um, her energy is still very vibrant around um, around uh, Lena, and it's it's like she's like totally, completely full full three D figure right there with her. You don't I get agree. that too often. I I don't either. But let me tell you some readings that I've got. I was at an Expo in San Francisco, and this young lady was asking. Uh, if there's anybody in spirit, and I told her that this man, this male figure, I think he was in his uh, 40s, and he had died of cancer or something like that. And this person came out, and I described him, and I kept hearing the name very loudly, Ramon, Ramon. My name is Ramon. And as I told this young lady that this guy has powerful energy, and he looks like a bodybuilder, you know, and so she started crying. She said, oh, that was my uh, Uncle Ramon. You know, we were really close to him and <laughs> so forth and so on. And he went through a very traumatic illness before he died. And other readings, too, where somebody went through a long illness that really did, you know, have played havoc on the body, made him feel weak and really ill. When they finally did crossover, they always seemed to bounce back like, excuse me, like a champ. You know, with yes powerful energy trying to prove to you that, hey, look, I'm great again. I'm young. I'm healthy. I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with me. And I think that was the case here. It was very, very vibrant. To start, um, and I just, uh, wow, that's that's really cool when that happens. It, it sure is. And uh, I got one more caller here. And then uh, caller, please ask the question. I'm going to put you on mute because we're getting low on time, and I wanted to ask Jackie some more questions. But I have area code. Um, oh, stand by for a second. Sure. Okay. Actually, I do have two callers, but this is area code six <laughs> six zero three. I know. Six zero three. Area code six zero three. You're on the air. Did you have a question for Jackie? Hello. Hello. Uh, first name. Hi. What's your first name, please? 
Hello, how are you? Hello. What's your first? Hi, welcome to the show. And uh, what's your first name, please? Okay, it could be somebody that just wants to call in and listen. Okay, let me go to the next <laughs> caller. Uh, the last caller, area code two six seven. Hey, how you doing? How you doing, man? We're doing awesome. Happy Hello. Easter. Hey, you man. Hi, you man. We're doing really good. Did you have a question for Jackie today? Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. About my college experience. I'm struggling in English. Am I on the right track to figure out what's going on? Are you on the on the right track to figure out what's going on? Is that what your question was? Yeah. 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 Hmm. I I think that you're fairly on the right track, but you need to get more uh, resources, more help. Question somebody that uh, knows about this. Go on the Internet if you can. I think that you're starting to get some of your questions answered. See, I went on the Internet today, all right? com. Now, I can order material. You look at first and twelfth grade. That's what I'm on. I'm on that track. Yes, that I think that's a very good idea if you do that. And um, you know, thank goodness to the internet and certain resources where you can uh, get things like that. Especially if you if you cannot go to a class or something like that, that you can get these materials and study themselves. I think that's a very good first step, and that'd be very helpful to you. I think you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got one more question. Is that cool? Or is only one? Yeah. Yes, no, go ahead and ask the other question. Thanks. Um, I talked to a few many charity on the phone. Do you just think we're meant to click? Okay, uh I'm gonna put you on mute. Thank you for the question and let Jackie answer that. Jackie uh wants to know if that this relationship that he's working on is going to manifest or not. Um, he has um, a lot of high expectations uh, for um, this um, lady friend, and I think that um, toward the end of uh, this month, actually, it'll start to to move around. Around the 29th of this month, he'll start to feel like he's actually making headway, but it only goes until about the May 16th. So it's a very short-lived kind of thing. Um, you know, it's it's not a bad not a bad thing for him to be um, having um, discussion with her, but it's it's not going to stay. It's not going to last. Okay, thank you very much, Jackie, for that. And he can think about that. I I have the very last caller. This is one. Just ask one question, please. If you're here to call, and not listen. After that, we're going to ask Jackie some more another question, and then it'll be getting near the end of the show. So one question, please. Uh, welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio, the uh, telephone, uh, trying to get it unmuted here. There we go. Mary Lou, who, you're on the air. Oh, thank you. I was um, wondering if I could Hi, get... Mary. Hi. I was wondering if I could ask you if you're picking up anything on my love life. Hello? Yeah, I'm I'm here. I'm here. I'm still here. Uh, <laughs> sometimes it's just tapping in, Mary. 
Would you, um, last, uh, were you in a relationship last May? No. So have you been without, have you been without relationships since last May? Since before that. Since before that. I feel like coming around um, this May, you're going to start um, getting back into the swing of things around the end, around the 24th. Okay. Uh, have you made any kind of, are you um, doing any schooling or making any um, major major change to what you've normally been doing? Because the cycle that you're you're in, it it, um, it, it feels like you really need to to break out of it. It's um, it's starting to affect everything you're doing. So, have you um, are you making progress? Are you making headway? Uh, I don't know. All I pretty much do is work. <laughs> uh uh-huh. so, That's one of the major reasons, right there. Don't you agree, Jackie? It's um, you, what you need to do is you need to get out there and you need to start um, really socializing. And I don't mean on the internet. We're we're talking face to face with people. Get together with some friends. Do do um, something to be able to get you out of that rut. Because this whole thing, I, I draw a lot when I um, when I do readings. And all this is is like this big wheel, and you keep going around and doing the same things and expecting the change that, to to happen. You really need to step out of your comfort zone and um, start, um, you know, socializing more with um, some of your friends. Be, just you got to get out there because it's it's just not going to happen. You're going to continue to chase your tail more if you don't. That's what I always say. Thank you very much for the call, Mary Lou. Happy Easter. God bless. And that's good advice. You know, a lot of people say they're going to do this and do that, but they don't get around to it. They're wondering if it's going to happen. Just like you said, get off the couch, go out there and make it happen. You gotta get you gotta be the change that you seek. You must do that. But if she decides that she wants to get out there and um start socializing around the twenty fourth of May, she could have herself um a nice um uh, nice companion. I agree. I agree, and that's the same area that I was getting to. Jackie, we're just winding down on the show now. Uh I just wanna ask you, could you Tell us about a few crystals that people could use for psychic development or protection or whatever, like amethyst or something like that. Um, amethyst itself is actually uh, wonderful for spiritual awareness. Uh, it helps you with meditation and bringing balance. Um, also, it um, um, it acts like a radar kind of sort of for psychic um, abilities. If you try some of the techniques with the paper and pen and have some amethyst with you um, while you're holding it, while this is going on, you'll find uh, good, good, um, good information will come from that. Agate also is there is a stone for uh, used for self-expression, creativity, health, and good fortune. It um, really attunes the senses. Jasper is a, a very good supporting stone. You can um, use it to um, help improve your, your positive outlook. It's a mood elevator. It um, helps to invigorate um, your energy and helps also to overcome depression. Amber, 
is like liquid sunshine. It's good for success and abundance and healing. Aquamarine, if you're going to be doing any traveling or uh, also communication um, through with spirit world. Hematite. Hematite is wonderful for helping you ground yourself and keeping away these energies that uh, are unwanted. Uh, you can put a piece in your pocket. Um, a lot of people wear them as um, as bracelets or around their around their neck. It really does help to bounce off negative energy. Um, Peridot. Peridot helps um, to clear the heart. It's uh, green, the color of the heart chakra. It helps bring balance in the inner sense of peace. And um, lapis, is, lapis is really good for clarity and objectivity. And it also it helps assisting to wake the third eye and for tapping your, your um, intuitive side. I missed that. Is there anything else that you'd like to tell us like you have any Thank you. I'm, I can barely hear you, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Jackie, did you uh, have any announcements or anything you wanted to tell everybody before we end the show? Anything? Um, right now, if you're interested in uh, obtaining a reading, you can uh, find all that information off of my um, off of my blog. I would love to hear from uh, any comments about anybody who's listened into the show. And I am working on a book that's why the blog is so long. I'm hoping that it will get done before the um, end of uh, summer. Thank you very much. That's wonderful. And Thank I want to you. let everybody know that's listening to the show. There's a link uh, on Jackie's bio at the bottom. You can click on it, get to her website, and make contact with her. So thank you, everybody. God bless you. Happy Easter. Thank you so much, Jackie, for being on the show. You were absolutely wonderful. You had the switchboard you, and the chat room filled. It was an awesome show. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're most thank welcome. You. Happy Easter, everyone. You too. Happy Easter, everybody. Thank you, everyone. You've been listening to Beyond the Gate Radio. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. I am your co-host, Sherelle Baker, and David Baker is your host. And we'll see you next week. Yes, we will see you next week. Thank you.